you don't have to be on holiday to enjoy a long lunch with your friends family and I think we are really masters in that like we enjoy and we truly enjoy and we tr- at least myself I truly recharge every day even just having a coffee with a friend or uh, you know going for a walk or uh, just enjoying as I said the lunch um, and we really like it's not that we eat just to eat but we eat to recharge and connect and every every time it's an experience even if it's the simplest lunch in the world or the simplest coffee or the simplest stroll in the whole town uh, it's like truly recharging and we i think we really have the i don't know the attitude to enable these kind of things uh, so it doesn't have to be a holiday you don't have to be the other side of the world it can be at your home Welcome back to the North Star podcast. Today I have the beautiful soul that is Andrea of Be My Journey on the show. Andrea is a slow travel designer and curator and an extraordinarily talented artist, I would also add, given her photography, which you can see on her Instagram page for Be My Journey. Oh my gosh. Also, just the way that she puts together these trips. She is truly is so special I I feel she is the beauty of the Italian culture embodied obviously mixed in with her own unique essence but let's just say if you feel like you want to take a moment with yourself and have a little bit of a dreamy getaway in your own mind to Italy this is the episode for you (laughs) So we talk about slow travel, of course, given this is what Andrea helps people do. And as we discuss it, Andrea paints a few pictures that will definitely teleport you to exactly the beautiful Italian holiday that you've most likely been dreaming of. I I just really value how she goes about this and creates these experiences for people I feel as if this is a very unique business I know there are travel agents but she is very different than the typical travel agent company and that she really listens to what her clients uniquely want what their specific desires are in a very intimate way and builds these trips that are off the beaten paths currently in Italy but as she says you know she might expand to other places and it's just she creates magic she creates magic and I know everybody listening to this episode if you don't already follow her you're gonna want to because she really has an inspiring aesthetic page as she describes it it's like a mood board and she allows you to go beyond that right to not only absorb her imagery online but to really live that imagery in your real life and that's what this is about right life creating these magical moments for yourself in which you feel so alive and so present and yeah so grounded in your body because we can move through life and we can move quickly and we can you know set our goals and 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 even you know make our other goals happen and feel really joyous but it's really in those moments where we can get slow and 
really, really be there, whether that's present with other people or present with the land, present with your food, whatever it be, those are the moments that we tend to remember the most. And this is so true in my own life. I'm sure you can think of in your own life, but a very clear example for me in my own life is I had, you know, quite a few, let's say large goals. Uh, One of them, just a clear example being once I published my book, I thought when I started it, I thought that day would be like la creme de la creme of my life. It was not really. When I think of moments that really stand out for me, it's being in the south of France, looking over at sunset with my boyfriend being like, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful thing ever. It's being at the fashion show. I used to be in the fashion industry, but being at this one specific fashion show with one of my best friends, looking at him and being like, we are so alive right now. Like I will never forget that moment. And then sometimes it's really simple things, right? Like going for coffee with your mom and I'm going to tear up because my mom just left and it was not so nice to have her for a week. It's not always easy, but you know, that's those so close relationships with your family. But when you can really look back on those lovely moments, yeah, that's what life is all about. So my little tangent to say that Andrea's work means so much to me. I'm so grateful. I would really love to have an experience curated by her personally. And so if you feel that way after listening to this episode and or simply after perusing her Instagram page, which is highly possible, if not probable, I would definitely recommend reaching out to her, as she says on Instagram, because, yeah, she's so friendly, she's responsive, and she will deliver. Absolutely. So anyway, in this episode, we also talk a little bit about her entrepreneurial journey, because obviously, this is her own business. And she didn't, you know, she didn't live in the entrepreneurial space prior to creating this, she was working for another company. And so I like to share that with you guys so that yes, you're getting inspired with everything that she's built and also by like this lifestyle and all this stuff that I just talked about, but also so that you know that whatever dream that you have for yourself is possible. And of course it will unfold in its own way, but in listening more and more to stories like Andrea's, you just see that you really can tuck in, tune in. That's why I always ask people about what they were like as a kid, because I really believe there's a lot of let's say secret sauce in our childhood. If you're looking for your purpose, if you're looking for what will light you up, look back to what you were like as a kid and you'll find a lot to go on. And so, yeah, she shares about that and her advice for you traveling if you want a extraordinarily connected travel experience. And let's say you cannot afford to work with her. She has advice for you in that realm as well. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode with Andrea Specchio of Be My Journey. I think I was very curious and very, I didn't sleep much. Um, and I was always curious too. I wanted to, you know, when I was very little, I wanted my dad or my mom to carry me around the house just mm-hmm. to look at things and I didn't want to stand still, uh, never. So I think that it's pretty much what I'm, like today (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I really like to be in movement and to you know see new things and meet new people so that kind of curiosity I think it grew with me Mm -hmm. and I think like my parents always 
made I mean we always traveled a lot together so that's how you know also my passion for traveling uh, was born back then and I think also as much as curiosity it grew with me mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean I have memories and my house here in my hometown it's full of pictures of myself as a kid uh, or as a baby around the world and it's really nice because then I mean, I got, I went back to some of the places I visited when I was younger and I can see, you know, comparisons of pictures and it's really sweet. Wow. So you guys were traveling, were you traveling within Europe or were you traveling like all over the world? No, I think everywhere. Like, yeah, I mean, of course, when I was younger, I have like lots of pictures of myself in Paris or London mm. over the years with my parents, but then also, you know, Africa, Egypt, wow. um, yesterday I was looking at this picture of myself with the pyramids in the back <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I was so lucky you know that my parents brought me around so yeah, yeah it comes up to my mind if I think about my childhood. <laughs> yeah and that's so beautiful because now everything that you do with Be My Journey is so obviously revolved around that and yeah it's so unique like the way that you guys actually approach travel it's I mean because you see people I'm sure you 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 think about this or you've thought about this a lot but you know you see those people on the red tour buses and they go around the cities and yeah I never forget like a few years ago in Paris actually seeing a bunch of people come off and the looks on their faces were like so bored or so just like <laughs> It's sad or something just like not alive you know and I was like oh that's 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 unfortunate that that was the way that they had to experience the city but you show another world so can you actually explain for someone who doesn't know and you guys have to check out her page because really it's so beautiful but anyone who doesn't know what you guys do can you explain be my journey and maybe the inspiration behind it yeah, 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 of course. So I'm like a travel designer and curator. Mm-hmm. So if people come to my home country, so right now Be My Journey is very much focused on to Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just tell people to discover the country, but with a different approach. So it's not just about, you know, visiting the most obvious and touristic destinations, but also to go beyond that and visiting mm-hmm. which are not very much into the tourist spots yet or which are still little known compared to other places, but also, you know, go to places like Florence or Rome or Venice, but go behind the scenes of things mm-hmm. and so areas or venture into restaurants or wine bars or, you know, neighborhoods, which are not very much um, in the spot for mm-hmm. tourism. Um, and so, and everything it's, you know, brought together from the, you know, perspective of traveling in a, at a slow pace. Mm. So most of my clients are, you know, people who maybe stay in Italy for, I would say from three weeks onwards. So mm. three weeks or four weeks, even six weeks, some of them. So maybe they are on a sabbatical or they come from, you know, very far like Australia. And once they come, they want to, you know, properly enjoy mm-hmm. and stay, you know, longer and, uh, I'm a fan of itinerant trips, so it's not that you have to stay in the same place for a month. Mm. I, I'm totally happy to suggest to visit different destinations, but rather than doing it in a quick and dirty way, it's more like 
you know, maybe stay at least, you know, I think a week uh, usually okay. is the best, um, you know, length. And then you can always move around and visit the surrounding areas. Uh, but at least you can get the feeling of what it's like to be someone who lives there, you know, so having such a, a routine in the place and uh, enjoyed what locals uh, do. And so this is like, I think this is the soul and this is totally something you can do, uh, you know, anywhere else. It's like kind of an approach to travel. Um, and indeed it might be that, you know, now be my journey is about Italy, but maybe, you know, soon it will be about other destinations too. Yeah. So how do you go? I've read a bit and uh, about how you kind of move through this, but obviously you're from there. So you have a lot of your own knowledge, but how do you actually go about, you know, finding places maybe that you haven't been yeah. yourself and that whole process? Yeah. So what I do usually is like, I take a long time, like at least a month or mm -hmm. maybe even more than that. Like mm -hmm. the first time um, I did this I stayed away almost three months <laughs> uh, and I just travel around with no plan actually uh, so I pick one destination to start with uh, and then from there I just follow what locals tell me mm. uh, so maybe I choose one destination and one hotel I introduce myself I explain what the project is about and then once they grasp what I want to do with my clients mm -hmm it's where then they start introducing me to other hotels or to restaurants or to friends of them who runs specific, you know, experiences. Uh, and so, and then, you know, once I'm done in a place, I move to the, to the following one. Mm -hmm. And so everything is very much first and tested by me, yeah. um, which is, I think, great um, because, I am also able then to transmit, you know, the feelings when I talk to a client of what they can expect from a specific destination. Yeah, well, it's so powerful because otherwise, yeah, you're reading, you're reading like these sort of stale descriptions of, yeah. of places and they're just sort of an editorial magazine voice and everything sounds great and then it might not yeah. be. And <laughs> Yeah, but it's also, I mean, of course there are some, information which are like you know the how big are the rooms or where the place is but then yeah. I think when you go somewhere you don't really I mean why does it matter to know if the bag is a king size I mean at least for me it's more the fact of what kind of experience you can expect there mm -hmm. and that kind of thing you can only have it if you've already visited the place or at least have having had a conversation with the people who run the place because yeah. of course all the people who are behind these kind of places uh, or people even you know who runs I don't know restaurants or uh, experiences as I said those are the soul of the place itself and so I think it's important to somehow meet them and having a chat before selling what they you know do. Yeah that is yeah, it's it's really so beautiful. So do people come to you with like different, like are most of your clients the same kind of person? Like they see your, like, is there a typical person or do you find you kind of, I don't know, get into character in a way and have to find yeah. different experiences for people? 
Um, so most of the people, maybe they have already an idea of what kind of trip they want to do. Maybe they already have, okay, I want to go here and here and here. And then based on that, I just help them redesign and reschedule, you know, the whole plan mm. uh, for also you know including and adding destinations that they didn't think about um but yeah as I said I would say most of them are people who are interested in maybe it's their first time in Italy or maybe not but even if it's their first time there they want to see the authentic side of the country so of course they are very much inspired by my Instagram account many of them are suggested and referred by previous clients I had Mm. Um, most of them actually Uh, but yeah as I mentioned they stay for it's not that they go for a week Uh, they usually stay for a longer time because of course they need support with the kind of itinerary Mm -hmm. aspect Um, and then also you know they also have maybe uh, questions or information about practical things like you know how to move around or uh, you know tips about how to do things uh, at local level um, which I think it's really you know important also because if you're going to stay maybe three weeks in a place you want to be comfortable enough to enjoy um, the place mm-hmm. kind of knowing how to move around mm-hmm. um, do you find people ten- <clears throat> tend to speak Italian or are they mostly, you? they can get by, you know, with... Yeah, this is especially for Americans, one of yeah. the <laughs> concerns. And, you know, Italy, it, one of the beautiful things of Italy is that most of the destination I suggest, they're still authentic and people maybe do not speak Italian, which can be frustrating at some point, but then also part of the experience so Mm -hmm. what I do is always say you know do not expect everyone to be fluent in English or you know not to have like uh, menus in restaurant translated Uh, but don't be disappointed by that actually Mm -hmm. you should be happy about that because it means which are you know that you're in a place which is uh, 100% authentic um and so, yeah, I mean, it's part of the adventure, right? Like mm-hmm. at some point people will understand what you want to know and you will make yourself clear to them. Um, oh. But yeah. Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. So did you guys, um, it's it, I, I, it's you and another uh, person, right? Or is it just you behind? Um... No, so now it's just me. It's course. just you. Oh, okay. And so help me with a few things, but yeah. Okay, so you, so just you. So did yeah. you begin like because are you also the photo? You must be the photographer as well behind your account. Well, yeah, it depends. Some of the pictures, most of the pictures I've taken them, yeah. and which are not mine. I always had the credit. Credit, yeah. But I also collaborate with some photographers. Like last year, I worked with this Indian photographer. No. Uh, we around for like three weeks um wow. just to take some um yeah visual content for be my journey yeah uh, so but yeah many of the pictures that I share and which are on the website are taken by myself yeah yeah so I guess my question was like the genesis of the actual business like did it begin as um, an Instagram page that was an inspirational sort of virtual space or did it actually begin already as you know the intention to have this slow travel business no it, yeah it was the intention to have a slow travel business 
then of course I started you know creating this page on Instagram and then which kind of became sort of mood board yeah. page um but yeah the business idea came first mm -hmm. I mean it actually developed a lot since the beginning because then you start you know learning your the taste of your customers and mm -hmm. uh, the market but then uh, totally it's like I had the intention to build a business around travel because it's you know my biggest passion and so I wanted to do these and then I started with the Instagram page yeah oh I love that and did you ever like you know that whole process of beginning something on your own like how did that go for you? Like, was it um, some, were you already working for yourself before that? Or was it like a leap that you had to make? And did it come with any emotions? Yeah, no, I was working in a completely different industry uh, previously. Mm -hmm. uh, and so <clears throat> at some point I had to like quit my job and dedicate myself like to a new business because uh, mm -hmm. I really had the intention to do something which you know, I was passionate about, uh, so specifically focused on to uh, travel. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I had a job. And then at some point I said, either I do it now or never. So I just made, I just jumped. <laughs> you did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I started, you know, yeah, there was like, I would say maybe a year of research and, you know, brainstorming uh, with um, other people and like to understand what kind of business I wanted to have and then slowly the idea began to get into shape mm -hmm. um, so it was it was a process and it's still a process because of course things evolve yeah um, but yeah <laughs> and of course it's like I felt very lucky um, being able to do something like that so something you are passionate about of course your life somehow changes because you're not you don't have any more like a salary um mm -hmm. reliable you can count on uh, money wise mm -hmm. uh, and you know yeah I'm alone right now so it's kind of I do everything for for the business which is very motivating mm -hmm. uh, and but yeah it's it's a roller coaster journey for sure like you know going yeah. from the role and the salary to being everything and do everything and like reinvest everything in the business it's a big change yeah yeah do you it's it's interesting because did you was there ever or is there ever a point where you know where sometimes you something you're so passionate about then it becomes work and then that thing that was sort of maybe giving you a, a nice creative break now it's a little bit tied to work so you kind of maybe need something else or you need yeah. you know <laughs> did you ever go through anything like that yeah that's for sure I mean that's like when I did the, when I made this jump uh everyone told me oh yes but you know I love travel so much that I would never want it to be my job because mm. then it would change and yes it changed <laughs> totally but then it's like you know even if it's something different you can always at least with travel you can always then travel for leisure and mm -hmm. you know it's like it, it doesn't have to be always work um but at least what you do you do it for yourself and so it's I find it on one end it's a bit tricky because you have to if you're alone you have to do kind of motivate yourself but then on the other hand 
it's kind of an automatic process because it's you do something that you love and you do it every day and so even if there are parts of the you know bits of the job which are not of course amazing like the admin stuff and yeah. all the you know things you have to do in the like behind the scene mm -hmm. still you have a mission and you have like a goal and you work towards that mm -hmm. um, what totally motivates me, myself and um, yeah yeah it's like that natural because it's it sounds like it's exactly what you're supposed to be doing it's you know even yeah. if you get tired at some point when you when you do have your rest then you come back you probably want to do it again because you love exactly. it exactly yeah 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 no for sure yes yeah that's oh no it, it's it's really beautiful when when you come upon that and and can you know take that that jump or that leap or yes. for yourself and trust yourself and did you have um any like was there anything that was supporting you you know on even just the I can do this side of things like the self-belief sort of thing was there anything that you relied on was there any resources any books or any maybe mentors or anything that kind of supported you and helped you in that well way? for sure like Mm, having an husband and kind of uh, you know security um, made yeah. things easier because I think um, especially from the financial point of view uh, it's not easy because the point is that when you know there are people who start doing a side business maintaining their job and then they do the two things at the same time mm -hmm. but I never found it feasible for me because honestly especially in the beginning of the business I was busy like 26 hours a day wow. <laughs> because there yeah. was I had to do everything yeah. and then this adrenaline which <laughs> like, uh, is really um, uh, pumping uh, into your soul and so um, I honestly I would have not had the time to have a mm -hmm. side job um, and so for me, it was really important and really reassuring the fact that, uh, you know, I had someone by my side who could somehow, you know, uh, help me um, out. Um, and I think that is important in terms of mentors. You, I think it's not one person, but it's like all the people you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. uh, which are fundamental because then you need to be surrounded by people who are positive and challenging and also you need to have a mindset which enables you to kind of accept critics and uh, be challenged and feel always more motivated rather than mm -hmm. let let you down um yeah. so and it's I mean yeah of course uh, some specific people comes up into my mind but then I think it's lots of them because then when you have I mean maybe I'm sure you know when you have your own business it's like your own baby and you just think about that every day all day uh -huh. and so you just talk about that with anyone <laughs> and True. You, even, you know someone you don't know very well can give you a tips or like even just a word or a sentence that you keep into your mind and then yeah. you say yes I'm on the right path or it gives you a new idea and so always like the other thing is that you're never on rest <laughs> like your mind is always working um so yeah 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 I actually wanted to ask you about that specifically because of course um 
the Italian culture, one of the things I feel it's known for is the the almost the strength of being able to rest because if you think about you know i'm from canada but the us canada all all of that part of the world we think of you know italian oh my gosh they're like the masters of rest they're they're, they're like the masters of leisure and all of that yes like in your opinion just being a native first of all do you feel like that's accurate and then also do you find that your culture, like just the way that you maybe live and grow up, like it has helped you with that part of yourself? Oh yeah, that's for sure. Because I think it's a kind of an approach to life. So it's, you don't have to be on holiday to enjoy a long Mm -hmm. lunch with your Mm -hmm. friends, family. And I think we are really masters in that. Like we enjoy and we truly enjoy and we at least myself, I truly recharge every day, even just having a coffee with a friend or, uh, you know, going for a walk or uh, just enjoying, as I said, the lunch. Um, and we really like, it's not that we eat just to eat, but we eat to recharge and connect. And every, every time it's an experience, even if it's the simplest lunch in the world or the simplest coffee or the simplest stroll in the whole mm-hmm. town, uh, it's like truly recharging. And we, I think we really have the, I don't know, the attitude to enable these kind of things. Uh, okay. So it doesn't have to be a holiday. You don't have to be the other side of the world. It can be at your home. Um, it's just, yeah, I think this is something we should totally treasure. Um, and it's totally part of our culture, for sure. Yeah, I went to school for one year Um I'm half Italian, so my my dad my it was it was nice to face my dad's side of the culture and to be there and being there for one year. Even though I'm sure, as you're well aware, in Florence, it's like all the abroad students come there. It's a very international place. Um, but still, it was very um beautiful to have that experience of the hour and a half lunch. I was shocked. Yes. This is a real thing. You can actually swallow your food without choking because you actually yeah. have a moment to yeah. To and be people present. go home to have lunch, right? It's like you don't have to necessarily like in my hometown, which is a small one. Like it's people do not have lunch at the office or in a bar. They go home and they yeah. have this an hour and a half, two hours lunch break, and you know shops they close in the center for the lunch break, and it's. It's a matter of balance, which I think it's really important because otherwise you always run, 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 run. And yeah, for what? <laughs> that must be, I assume that must be what a lot of people actually come to be my journey for. Like they want that experience of exactly, exactly that, like that Italian, like mastering of life, almost like the love of yeah. it, however you say that in, in Italian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's um, people want really to experience. I think people really want to feel like a local, not because it's, uh, you know, um, this like a local now is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's truly because people want to be in a place and really feel like living there, being part of the community and mm-hmm. feel the culture under the skin. And of course, this is something you can do if you do things slowly, because if you go somewhere and spend one night there, then of course you can just go around and see the place and enjoy the views, but then you can't really press the the feeling that the place uh, 
gives you, you know, and just sit and watch at the sunset with no rush and with no appointment afterwards. So do not run from a place to another, but just mm-hmm. enjoy and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so is that, or in my mind, when you were saying that, I, I had this visual come up in my mind of, you know, when you stay somewhere, like I stayed in, in Napoli, but outside of the 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 main it's still walking you're still walkable because it's quite small anyway but just being outside a bit allowed you or at least us to experience oh there's like a local restaurant here and people would say oh that's the one go to that one and yeah and so there was that feeling of being immersed within this yeah this neighborhood in a way and you can return to it often if you like it and are there little like tip like I don't know are there little um pieces of advice like do you suggest people do go back to the same place or, or oh, stay yes. outside the city or like what yeah what do you say yeah I mean I totally love to go back to places in terms of even like destination I think mm. I'm really in love with somewhere I just keep going back there um and every time the experience is different but every time you feel more home and mm. you have the sense of place which I think it's really magical and I think people in Italy can enjoy that even more because of the warmth of uh, the locals um, which you know they might recognize you and it's even you know just that it's something that will make your day um, or your trip even so that's really great and then it's just venture beyond you know the most obvious places um, so do not be scared to get lost or to go somewhere, um, you know, which is not overcrowded. Uh, mm-hmm. I just really enjoy that and just walk slowly and enjoy the little bits around you. Mm-hmm. Do, do people ever um, come to you almost in like, a, I don't know if people would do this, but almost like, has like a counseling session because maybe like I wonder if they're they're wondering like okay I want to experience this but I wonder if people ever come to you and say like I I'm I'm struck because you know when people are on vacation sometimes they struggle to maybe not Italians but a lot of people struggle to slow down and to get out of their head maybe they wouldn't come to you because that's not necessarily your role but I I do wonder if you've ever had anybody ask you questions like how do I actually embrace the the culture when I want to but my mind up here maybe they're from Rome also and they're in a fast-paced life and they're yeah. trying to slow down yeah <laughs> yeah no they're never they never has me but uh, of course everyone who travel maybe as a kind of an objective in their mind like I want to travel because I want to totally disconnect or I want to you know uh, immerse in the culture or and then depending on what they're is the objective of their kind of journey then I can totally suggest destinations and places where they can truly meet their uh, their point that yeah that's that's a that's a that's so helpful because yeah I I just know I know I'm thinking of my father and like just like a lot of people who are in sort of certain environments for the most part and then you know would love to go to Italy but he tends to find oh it takes me like half the trip to actually unwind and then the second half of the trip I can I can fully be there but I guess maybe that's just all part of the the journey and the process I mean but that that is normal it's only that of course if you have 
I don't know, if you have a short time and you want really to relax, I would not go in a big city because then, of course, there or somewhere which is overcrowded. Mm. And because then, of course, in that case, it takes you like a week just to find your balance and then start to enjoy the, the place. So I would straightforward go somewhere very calm and peaceful yeah. and you can truly, you know, reconnect. Um, and I think so everyone has his own you know needs and uh but i think it's really important to structure the the holiday in a way that you can really meet your objective because otherwise it's uh yeah of course pointless right yeah that's it's so it's so important to say that yeah because to have that thoughtfulness because some oftentimes people don't necessarily have that and so you know, you think you can just arrive somewhere um, and just, and you can, of course, but if you have specific, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, if you want to relax, then it doesn't make sense that you go from a place to another and you rush and you mm. have you know, schedule every day with yeah. to see, because then of course you, you, you don't, you don't relax. I mean, no one would, would relax. No. Like the time of the year when you visit a place, it's very important because, mm places are busier or less busy depending on the season uh, so there are little bits that which of course are uh, fundamental to respect in order to have a pleasant experience yeah. that's such a good point have there been things that you've let's say learned about yourself or your view on travel life at large I'm not sure just throughout this journey, like you're curating people's experiences, which is obviously a part of their life. Like, are there things that you've discovered for yourself that make you feel either, you know, yourself more or like, this is what like a, a rich life is to you? Yeah, no, I think every time I learn something new, because mm -hmm. then I try to uh, be empathetic with, uh, empathic with the people I help. And so I try to put myself in their shoes. And of course, I learned things even about myself, like mm, if I were in that situation, I would totally do this. Mm -hmm. And then you, you discover things that you maybe didn't think about mm -hmm. uh, personality, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Have there been any things that have maybe surprised you or maybe just perhaps just deepened your own belief in certain Aspects. Well, totally. Like, for example, traveling alone, which is something I never did before. Um, I found it very pleasant uh, and very, you know, uh, it's actually a beautiful experience. And I think, again, like Italy, it's a great country to do this because it's, uh, you know, generally safe. Um, so even as a girl, like going around alone, you always feel like supported. And it was uh one of the most beautiful experiences, especially the first trip I did, which was, of course, something new. It was totally one of the most beautiful experiences of my life because mm -hmm. I discovered a new part of myself. And uh, it was challenging, but at the same time, amazing. Like, you know, it was a discovery. Um, so, yes, that is something I, yeah. something that brought me, that be my journey brought to me. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Do do people ever, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of, especially not to be so, let's say North American about this, but after people watched Eat, Pray, Love, and they saw Julia Roberts go to, to Italy and had that whole experience. I'm yeah. sure you've had, there are people who want their versions of that, you know, going, having yeah. these, you know, me, like having my own 
connection to myself on this trip. Yeah. Um, but do you also on, I don't know, do people ever also say, oh, I want to go by myself, but I want to meet people as well. And is there advice that you have for that for people who do want to meet people? Oh, well, not really, but many okay. of my clients, they travel alone. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I think Italy, it's a great place to, to do this kind of experience because you find people who are welcoming, okay. uh, yeah. are welcoming. so it's totally a good uh, a good destination to to experience such a thing so yeah, yeah. that's true yeah yeah, yeah. You, it, I don't think it's I'm sure there are places in the world but it is a special place in the sense that you will have I've I, I've seen it I've experienced it where Italians will welcome you into yeah. their cafe like in the morning yeah. you know and it's uh, yeah. it's so beautiful it's almost like yeah. it can bring a tear to your eye if you've been you know you never know what mindset you're in and so it's just a very warm and welcoming culture which is for sure yeah that's why I say like I think you always feel home even if you're not home because of the culture that we have here Mm -hmm. so totally totally great yeah yeah oh I love that so I I guess one of the last few things here because I like to keep it you know 40 45 minutes but um yeah is there any advice that you would give to either let's say yourself as you started be my journey or on the other hand for for someone who is preparing to travel and maybe they can't afford to have someone curate their trip so it could be either or whatever feels right for you if they can't have you curate their trip what would you advise them for what advice would you give to your younger self? Or you can answer both if you feel cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think for sure, if someone wants to travel, is just to take it slow and rather do one destination deep rather than five destinations shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if the kind of experience you want to have is the one you see on my Instagram, for example, it's something you can experience just going at a slow pace and really kind of notice the, the atmosphere of a place and get into, uh, get under the skin of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's my number one um, suggestion. Um, and then, no, I mean, to younger self, just that I did a great decision to start this this journey and it took courage and it took, uh, you know, stomach to do that, but it was totally worth it. And mm-hmm. yeah, just if anyone else has some, kind of things they want to do in their life just do it because life is once and so I think it's worth it to just have an adventure I could not agree more and you're such a gorgeous example of that so yeah lastly can you share with us a little bit where people can find you or anything that you feel is pertinent to someone who's curious about maybe hiring you or just seeing your photos yeah just uh, be my journey uh, on Instagram I think is the best place so they can find all the links um, and then just reach out I'm really you know friendly and mm-hmm. <laughs> I always answer so any question people might have just drop me a line and I'll be more than happy to yeah have a chat yeah thank you so much it was so <laughs> thank nice you so to much. I loved having this this conversation it was lovely thank you
Thank you so much for joining us on the North Star Podcast. I am so grateful for your time and your presence. If you want to chime in on the conversation, you can send me a DM at MacBalCastro on Instagram. I mean it when I say that I'm really always happy to hear from you, be it with regards to your insights gleaned from this episode or with regard to your own unfolding journey at large. I do believe that we each have our own North Star and it's our duty to do the inner work to get to know ourselves so that we can live in harmony with our souls, carry out our calling and serve others with the gifts we have each been uniquely blessed with in this lifetime. Thank you again for joining us and I'll see you next time.